Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Welcome to, that's what you say. Hey everybody, welcome to One Meal, One Workout. You say that every time too. I am so excited. And Nick Martin. That's the way to start a show with a with a belly laugh from Mark Cockrell. The gang is all here for the first time in it's probably in a month at least. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, over a month. It was when when uh, our spouses were not here and we were just the guys in the house over. A, I think it was the the weekend before Fourth of July. In fact, I'm pretty sure about it. And um, we got together here for the first time, all of us in the same location. Well, this is the first time since then. We've been on a podcast together. Mark's been traveling and working, and we've been going live with our new application to where I'm at, and it's just been busy, crazy, busy. But with me in the house, literally, figuratively, if not literally, metaphorically, if not actually, are Mr. Don Sullivan and Mark Cockrell. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, Hello, gentlemen. gentlemen. Perfect. I feel like I'm home. So, Mark, speaking of home, that does not look like the back wall of the pod pod behind your head. No, it's not. It's the back wall of the living room behind my head because Pod Pod is still in various stages. It's in a stack stack. <laughs> non existing. Um, it proved to be more than Aaron and I could handle. And being here in Georgia, I don't have a, a large collection of rednecks I could call on. And, uh, and I'll get that, I'm sure. There are plenty of rednecks in Georgia. Yeah, he's not, he's not decrying the number of rednecks in Georgia by any means. He's just saying he doesn't They're know me personally. Yeah, Mark and I, were we moved it from my garage to his garage. So we, we made it most of the way as far as mileage goes. But he's got a pretty steep hill to the backyard. It had just rained. He's got a fence you got to go through. And uh, I know he's described it before, but the, the panels of the Pod Pod are uh, about 180 pounds probably. Well, maybe somewhere between 150 and 200 pounds. They're heavy. They're two sheets of uh, OSB you know, eight foot and four foot of uh, two by six insulation in the middle, and they are beefy to say the least. And after we moved the first one, we decided, you know what, we're not going to move any more of those. So we didn't. So Don, it's good to see you. How are you doing, my friend? Other than the fact that I'm slowly fading away on the video, I'm is doing this well. Is the real life? Is this just fantasy? I just can't yeah. help it. Every time I see you, I see the floating head. <laughs> I can- and it, and it changes every single time. It seems like I don't know. So, yeah, I'll I'll figure well, see, it out one day. It's it's the beard quota. See, as the beard grows, it throws off the white balance. There's some kind of algorithm, I think, that involving that. I'm not really sure what that. One day, to, one day, I'm, I'm going to show up on this camera, and the camera's not going to be able to handle it, and it's going to be hair and beard, and the face is just going to be completely white. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to grow my my Georgia beard. I'm trying to look like. You know, one of the the guys from Doc Dynasty. I'm, Grizzly I'm Adams. I'm gonna start calling you Grizzly but, Adams. But Aaron uh, Don still has me wavy. Yeah, and I'm going just the opposite. I just recently cut my beard back and shaved my head again um, because it's cooler. And I'm not talking about hip cool. I'm talking about temperature cool. So I like it to be as cool as I can. All right. Well, any what other things are going on with you guys? Anything exciting in either one of y'all's lives? I mean, Mark, like you said, you're in your new house. You're moved in. You got your family here. We'll probably hear a little bit of them in the background. Um, you, uh, you've you five out of six warm-blooded animals in your home have fallen down your stairs already. Um, talk a little bit about that. Oh, about falling down my stairs? Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I, I don't. Maybe it's just because we're flatlanders and we're not accustomed <laughs> to uh, terrain here in Georgia uh, uh, or Atlanta. I'm told I'm not allowed to say Georgia because most of uh, uh, Georgia wishes Atlanta would secede. That's, it's that's it's like the it. Washington D.C. We're 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 the District of Atlanta. True story. But, uh, yeah, either our stairs are unusually uh, slippery or unusually narrow. I don't know what. But uh, all three kids, myself and the dog, have all fallen down the <laughs> stairs in the two weeks that we've been here. And I'm My not la- the only one who is so far unscathed. I'm not laughing at you and your kids falling down the stairs. I'm laughing at the dog falling down the stairs. <laughs> the, dog, the dog took a tumble. And my, my middle one um, actually put a hole in the wall at the base of the stairs with her head. I've seen it. It's, it is a it's a it's a significant hole. So Don, how about you? How how are things at your new job? How's things with the wife and kid and and everything? New job going very well. Um, wife and kid going very well. Uh, the thing I'm most excited about right now that I'm kind of starting to really get pumped about. Countdown ten days. No way. Till flow rock. Oh yeah. Floor. Florida rock, flow rock, whatever. However you say, I, don't, I still don't know how they say it. But yeah, first mud run. I'm excited. If, if you're a new I, listener, uh, Don, tell them in two, in 30 seconds or less what flow rock is. Flow rock is the 3.5 or three is the 5K version of a tough mudder warrior dash primeval get muddy and dirty run. So awesome. it's like a military obstacle course laid out over a 5K. Um, and you have to be kind of maybe a little insane to get involved in one of these things. So I'm really excited about it. I am too. And, and what, I guess what the thing we haven't pointed out to those that may be new listeners are, is the thing that would be singular is that I am going down to Jacksonville, Florida to run that mud run with Don two thirds of one meal workout. will be running through the mud. So very excited about that. I got to remember to bring my kayaking gloves. Super, super pumped. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be definitely fun. Um, speaking of things involving running, I finally figured out, I think, day before yesterday, the whole root cause of my plantar fasciitis stuff. In case you didn't know, I've been kind of dealing with that on and off. And it all goes back to an Achilles tendon injury. Months and months and months and months ago, I actually just stepped wrong, wasn't even running, pulled my Achilles a little bit, and then I started favoring my Achilles and walking on the side of my foot like my left side of my foot. And I think what I've done is I've limited my motion of my big toe when I'm running. I'm doing my finger like it's my big toe. Actually, be my thumb, wouldn't it? I've limited the motion of my big thumb, my big thumb, my big toe when I'm running <laughs> by rolling on the there. side of my foot. And and that was causing some stress in the arch of my foot. So now what I've got to do is actually a little bit painful is I'm trying to rehab that toe, getting that toe where it's moving and starting to use it again like I should. And my new running shoes that I've talked about before, my my Brooks Pure Cadence have actually made, hurt. They actually hurt more because they are they are made where the big toe moves independently. And so I can really feel it and I can I can feel when I start getting off my toe. So it's letting me really use my toe like I'm supposed to. And it's, it's a little bit painful, but it's good. I can feel it. I can feel it getting better, even though it's still not, not, not uncomfortable, not, not uncomfortable. That's triple negative. Not sure if I got to the right, even though it's still uncomfortable. There we go. So, uh, if, if again, if you're a new listener and the reason we keep saying new listener, new listener is because it feels like to us, we've been gone forever. I don't know if that's how it feels to you guys, but we've we've recorded just a couple of podcasts in the last two months because of all the transition that, that Mark and has been going through and, and myself some at work, things like that. It's just been crazy, hectic, busy. 
Um, we've got one in the can that we're waiting to, to drop whenever, uh, by the time you hear this one, they will have already come out. So I don't know when that'll be. But um, so tonight is going to be kind of a, uh, a State of the Union address. I thought in the midst of all the craziness, I w- we would just circle back. And I, I sent Mark and Don an email and said, let's just kind of enumerate our strengths and our weaknesses. Where are we currently being successful with our bid to be fit and healthy and where are we weak and maybe we can share some uh, you know we're guys so we have solutions you know we don't give we don't give sympathy lessons we give solutions so maybe some ideas of where uh where we're weak what's working what's not and just kind of talk through that so i don't know if don and mark have had time to enumerate their points or not i think they're chatting on the side i can see mark smiling like he said something funny in the chat room well i'm just gonna say i don't actually have show notes anywhere so uh, I, I share them with you. It's one M one W E P 57. If you go to Google drive and search that, you can probably find it. Um, you probably didn't share it with the account I use. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, it's, it, this is another circumstance. If you, if you got to the show late, you missed me ragging Mark about him being the, the teacher <laughs> that becomes the student. Mark has never in my, my knowledge, at least been a guest on a podcast. Have you Mark? I have actually two, two different podcasts. Two different podcasts. Okay. Did and, you get, but I was in my own studio, and I was better prepared. Okay. Yeah, so, so you know, Mark, if you're on his podcast, he's not afraid to, can you give me more 10K? I need a little more 10K. You're not quite crisp enough. And can you, uh, if, before the show starts, can you build a soundproof room and kill your family so they can't possibly <laughs> make any noise? <laughs> or at least put them comatose for a few days. Whereas, you know, the rag of ether is plenty. Yeah. Rag of ether. Right? As, whereas Mark, when we're getting ready to shoot the podcast, he's like, let me see if I can find some headphones. I'm sitting in the living room. I can't go to the bedroom. Ah, might be too noisy up there too. Got the, the garbage disposal going in the background. Dogs barking. Kids are talking. And he's like, yeah, this is the best it's going to be. <laughs> and, and sadly it is. This is the best it's going to get. And that's fine. We're just happy to have you, Mark. We don't care. We really don't. I mean, I don't, I don't believe, believe Sven Johnson listens to this podcast, so we don't care. Um, <laughs> you know, the audio will be fine once we run a filter on it. It will be fine. So anyway, um, I got sidetracked. Oh, what, what were you laughing about? Why were you laughing? What, what was were we the talking la- about? I was just... Uh, oh, pod, show notes. You yeah, mean, did, I, I see two I other got, viewers now. Apparently, Mark and Don are both viewing the notes now. So uh, got, I'm going I'm to drop in here. I'm going to... Oh, I don't want to do that. That's not what I wanted to do. I want to hide that... Oh, we don't want to do that either. I'm not totally click um, deficient here now. But enter. Oh, it did it again to me. What's it doing? Oh, click That's in the notes. I'm not behind the studio, people. I'm and then, and then Mark strengths. What, what is going on here? Weaknesses. Uh, are we? Are we even still doing a show right now? We're doing a show right this very so, moment. Is that what's going on? Don strengths weaknesses all right now i've got you've got places not, to put yours as i talk about mine guys but, but make sure you're focusing on me when i'm talking work today all right so here we go i've really been thinking a lot about this because i wouldn't say i'm struggling in the sense of i'm not struggling at all i've totally given into it uh, i wouldn't say i'm struggling in the sense of uh i'm not putting pounds on left and right but i'm also not really making you know huge gains either so um, I just started thinking to myself, I really just need to take some take some stock of where I'm at. So let's start off with the positives. Where is Aaron doing good? Breakfast. I'm consistently eating a good, healthy breakfast, whether that's some eggs and some bacon, 
uh, oatmeal sometimes. I'm still doing about 80% paleo. Um, but in general, I'm doing pretty good on breakfast. So I can put that in the positive column. Those of you watching the live stream, I just did an air tally. If you're not watching the live stream, I guess. Um, in general, at home, I'm eating pretty well. My wife does a good job buying good food most of the time. I don't eat a lot of junk food or I don't snack a lot when I'm home. Um, I typically will eat a healthy dinner if we're at home. Um, and I'm doing all right there. And I would say overall working out, still going pretty well. I've actually... I talked a while back about throwing some P90X in there. We ended up ditching P90X. Did I tell you guys that already? That P90X is dead to me? Nope. Uh, I've not heard a word about it. You know why it is? The yoga... Because it's really hard. Well, A, yoga is really hard. But B, the yoga video is an hour and 40 minutes long. Wow. I don't have an hour and 40 minutes to give P90X on a yeah, Thursday night. Yeah, I thought this night. was like a 30 minutes thing. Yeah, so P90X is an hour to an hour and 40 minutes, depending on the video you're doing. So what we've done, my wife and I, we are doing Power 90. Power 90. Sounds like a radio station. It's actually say. Tony Horton's first video series. And the ones we're doing are 28 minutes long and like 34 minutes long. You do uh, resistance training on one day. You do a cardio on the other day. You do it six days a week. We haven't hit six days a week yet, but we've been doing it. So I've been doing that in the mornings um, fairly regularly until the last week. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and trying to still do my running in the evenings. So I've been kind of almost doubling up on it. So from an exercise perspective, by the way, Sean Connery looked very young underneath the Bane mask in the new movie, new Batman movie. I mean, they did a good job on the bald head and this rest of his face. They made him look really young when he played Bane. And I was quite impressed by that. And the latex suit with the muscles looked very real. So I think my son's coming in. There he is. Hey, buddy. I love you. Good night. Yeah, what are you doing, Nathaniel? Um, I'm on a podcast right now. There's millions of people listening. Or or three. Go. Three million. I'll be in there in a minute. Go. He's shutting up. Go. All right. So, yeah, Sean Connery. Bane sounds check, like Sean Connery. Check the, the uh, Nathaniel visit off the list there yeah. before you forget. Go. Every night. Yeah. Go. Nathaniel. Just for the record, I totally didn't get that joke, even a little bit. If you've, if you've seen the new Batman movie. My joke? Shut the door. That is part of the list Batman. of things that happen on right. every, no, I, every I night's show. Nathaniel yeah, has to come in and... Yeah. I got the Dawn joke. That was a good oh. joke. And the new Batman... Yeah. Might have been a good joke. The new, I just don't know. Yeah, in the ba new Batman movie, Bane, who's the villain, sounds like Sean Connery. Batman, I've come to destroy Gotham. Oh, I, I haven't seen the movie yet, so yeah. I thought Sean Connery actually was playing Bane. No. I'm glad Mark <laughs> asked the question. <laughs> All right, so I just happen to be on the, the podcast with two of the seven people that haven't seen Batman yet. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, he really does sound like Batman. Uh, uh, I mean, by like Sean Connery. Hey, Don, why don't you come up to Atlanta and we'll go watch it together? How about that? That'd be awesome. Okay. Uh, I would go again and see it again. Unless you want to go see the Avengers, I can go see that again. So, and then the other thing, I'm I'm sticking with my lifelong aversion to drinking my calories. So I'm still sticking with that pretty pretty i'd say 98.9 percent of the time i'm staying off the sweet drinks i actually just sent a friend of mine a link to the one meal one workout blog post about you your steps for well he's quitting sweet drinks i sent oh. him the link to your steps for quitting diet drinks cool because he's looking for something more practical some people are like ease into it and he's like i don't know what that means 
<laughs> I've drank sweet tea all my life. Please give me something more concrete. Thank you. I said, this should be great. Thank you for the uh, the mad props. Whoop whoop. All right, that's I appreciate that link love that you. I, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of one meal one workout. I don't know if you're aware. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of Don R. Sullivan. So, hey, I know this stuff works, or I wouldn't be telling the people that I love about it. Awesome. We just let you we just let Don forget about it, right? Huh? You'd be telling people you hate about it. Right. <laughs> if it didn't work well, at I all, I tell complete I'd... strangers about it on the internet, but that's the internet. You know, it's yeah. a different different monster. So, where is Aaron stumbling right now? I'll tell you. Number one place is at work. There are, you cannot walk 20 feet in my building without finding snacks piled around like, like bait for an animal. I mean, everywhere, every cube, every conference room, we're in the middle of a go live. We went live with our application last Wednesday. Part of going live was my boss going and buying $150 worth of snacks and strewing, strewing them, strewing them, spreading them, straddling straight, yeah, straight. Uh, seeding them about the building in an attempt to support us during our go live. Well, the problem this is person. I figured it out today. I actually figured this out today. Focusing on being fit really requires that it requires focus. It requires you you know, putting a certain amount of your brain, your CPU cycles of your brain on being fit. Well, right now, all my CPU cycles are being used on family, go live, work, um, trying to keep my exercise regimen up. And so what happens is I will have a candy bar in my mouth before I've realized I've eaten it. <laughs> I'd be like, how did that happen? I just woke up eating like a candy bar. Materializes. I mean, it's, it's not a thing. I'm not consciously saying, you know what? I know this is bad for him. I'm going to eat it. I'll walk in the room to announce a change a request that I need to do to this group of people. And I'll have eaten the candy bar before I get the change request out and realize I just ate a candy bar. So <clears throat> I think my only way, maybe you guys have a better solution for me, is just to make a conscience, conscious effort when I go into work to try to focus on watching what I eat. The other day I, I was joking with Mark. I, I walked in the building. I said, I came in the building this morning and I said, no candy bars, no chips, no cookies. And the first thing somebody said to me was, Aaron, want some chocolate chip pancakes? I was like, yes, I do want chocolate chip pancakes. Give me three. And yes, you know, if, if I would have thought to add that to my list, maybe I'd have been strong, but I was not strong. And I ate the chocolate chip pancakes and they were very good. They were, they were homemade chocolate chip pancakes. So it's a matter of coming in with focus and I think putting those CPU cycles where they got to be. And then my other thing, I really only got two things in my weakness list is eating out. There was a time when I would declare after I went to a restaurant, um, I have vanquished that restaurant. I have a whole list of restaurants I've vanquished. And what that meant to me was I've gone there and I've successfully eaten well and walked out in spite of the fact that it's a place I would normally have eaten badly. And I've slipped on that. I've allowed myself to be, uh, you know, it's Stevie B's, it's pizza, it's a buffet. I can eat bad here one time. You know, once a month at Stevie B's, no big deal. But the problem is the once a month at Stevie B's, plus once a month at the sushi buffet, plus once a month at Sweet Tomatoes, plus once a month at, plus once a month at, ends up 10 times a month that I've been eating bad eating out. And so I've got to go back, circle back around, revisit those first things of kind of taking that restaurant meal as a challenge. Mark and I and our wives went out the other night to a place called the Marietta Diner. They're known for many things. One of the things they're known for is serving a plate of food the size of your head. Oh, but only if you're Andre the Giant. <laughs> it is a giant plate of food. Mark can attest. Yes, I can indeed. I mean, Cheryl and I split 
a meal and it's so big they just brought it on two separate plates for us and we each had a meal as did my wife and i we split a, a thing and they brought two dishes that looked like regular dishes exactly and also you get a loaf of bread or more if you want it you get a spinach pasta pastry thing and then right when you come in the front they have these cakes that are about nine inches tall and 12 inches around and just cry out to be eaten and um so you know when we were out on, it, was a, it was a date night out on the town with the friends we gotta you gotta eat some dessert you know at the place that makes the fanciest dessert so we tried some dessert mine we got a death by chocolate and i bet you that piece of cake mark and i'm, I'm probably not exaggerating was probably five thousand calories yeah i think that's actually pretty accurate and uh and my wife and i ate about two-thirds of it maybe together so that was about 1500 extra calories on top of my gigantic meal so you know you can handle one of those a month and still lose weight you can't do one of those a week and still lose weight because you should have gotten a death by dark chocolate because dark chocolate's good for that you. that was a great idea don i'd have walked out of there with my blood pressure 10 points lower but the right. the, the problem is if you eat that extra 3500 calories on that weekend meal and you you had a 3,500 calorie deficit during the week. You just evened out. And that's what I've been doing. I've just been evening out. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm sucking right now is snacking at work. And when I've been eating out, I haven't been making as good of choices. All right, Don, Mark, tell me how to fix that. Go. Um, take a vacation. Awesome. From work. So you're not eating a bunch of junk at work. The only problem with that is I've been told I can't take a vacation until next April. Um, so, but I'm going to try. I'm going to tell my boss that my friend Don said I should take a vacation. How drastic do we want to go here? Because the only, the next option on my list is to quit your job. So where, where do you want to go with this thing? <laughs> well, maybe somewhere where, in between. Tell I me could, the level of commitment that you need right here. Right maybe, now. maybe somewhere in the middle of the night, I, uh, middle help of the road, I could sneak in at 11 o'clock at night and take all the snacks and hide help them. Me. Help you. Would that work? You I could, could do that. I could. I have the could. I have the ability. My pass will get me in at eleven o'clock at night, and I wouldn't technically be technically be stealing if I just took them and moved them. I you could, t- could lead the charge for workplace wellness and say, you know what, people, we're not going to get through the stress making ourselves miserable by getting fatter while we sit here on these dumb computers all day. You know, that's a good point. We need to, we need to, you know, we need to take take regular breaks every hour you need to stand up and walk around for five minutes i do that you need to not get sucked into what you're doing so much and get all crazy and get wound up in the head just because you're sitting at this computer all day and you need to relieve stress through physical activity so during lunches we're going to have groups that go out and walk around the parking lot and we're going to have people that meet up after work and go to the gym or go walk the silver comet trail or whatever lead the charge Mark, what were you going to say? Assuming you went with the initial plan of sneak in at midnight and hide everything, the real question is how many cookies would you eat during the hiding process? Well, the answer to that, Mark, is zero because I ate the last of the cookies today. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I finished the cookies off and threw the box away. Hey, there's a much easier solution. Eat all the food. Right. Well, the the once it's thing, gone, then you're done. Then problem solved. My boss it, and and it Mark's was funny boss. when you were when you were describing it as food laying around like bait. I pictured deer at like at a deer stand, right? Like every day at four o'clock, food comes. It's awesome. But one day at four o'clock, hunters are going to come. Right, and that's the truth. Well, the <laughs> cool thing is, and Mark's Got boss and my here. boss are the same person. Um, is she is uh she's healthy she's into health she works out she exercises she eats well and so you know i it's my failing that when i knew she was going to get snacks i didn't encourage her to get more healthy snacks 
because she would have she would have done that. And uh, and I think I'm going to do that for the next go live, even though I think odds are I'm going to be um, on site for the next go live, not back at the command center, so it won't really help me. But <clears throat> I think they actually do snacks for the go lives also for the for the on site places places. So you know some fruit, um, granola, some dried fruit. Even if they, you know, they can't afford to put, you know, a bushel of apples out there, some dried fruit would be great. So that's that. I think I'm going to take that back for tomorrow. I'm going to set up a meeting time and talk to my boss about the snacks that she bought and blame her for me gaining weight. That probably won't work. I won't. I think that. that's a good plan because yeah. blaming others is usually a good way to get things done. That's you know, I found in my life experiences that blaming others generally works in most things. It is, in fact, the American way. Well, like, this, like it's, the whole thing goes, I didn't say it was method, your fault. Yes. I said, I'm blaming you. <laughs> very accepted method. Right. So, Mark, what about, um, Don gave me the answer for, for my snacks at work, you know, quit my job. Um, but what about the eating out? I need some advice on the eating out part. Even if you have to tell me something I've already said before on the show, remind me of something I said that was a good idea. <clears throat> if I had uh, any. Eating out? Uh, simple. Know the menu before you go. Have your app with you and compare the menu to your app and say, this food is not acceptable. That's a good this answer. This food is, is okay. Um, and really, I mean, that's the only advice you can give somebody. You're going to have to eat out. You can't cook every meal, right. especially when you're in a time of transition or when things are stressful. So the only way to do it is to be more intentional. I mean, you said it that at the beginning. It all comes down to intention. Be intentional in everything you do. Well, you know, I think that um, one thing that will help me well, two things. One, don't go, well, it's all the same thing, really. Don't go anywhere where they'll give you an unlimited supply of anything that you like. <laughs> so don't, you know, stay away from the buffets, Aaron. Don't go to a sushi buffet. That's like an alcoholic going to a bar. It's just stupid. He's not going to go and have one drink. I'm not going to go and have one little plate of sushi. I'm going to eat a lot of sushi if I go to a sushi buffet every single time. And every once in a while, that's okay, but not every week which I can't afford it every week. But anyway, um, but the other one, Mark, and this is the one that gets me, Don, is Mexican food. I love Mexican food. My wife love Mexican, loves Mexican food. But unfortunately, there's only about two Mexican restaurants in the entire world that not give you unlimited chips and hot sauce. And that's a problem. And nobody goes to either of those. Right. We, they go once. And then they say, hey, they don't give you unlimited chips and hot sauce. And they never go back. <clears throat> So that's me. That's that's my strengths and weaknesses. Mark, you're next in the list. Give me your strength and your weaknesses. Ready to go. Well, why, why am I suddenly that radio guy that used to always do that or that interviewer guy? <laughs> Talk about sudden such and go. Ready to go. Uh, well, as I mentioned uh, the last time we were together, uh, I sort of declared a moratorium on the, the extra cycle needed uh, to be healthy. But if you remember, Don, what was my end date? or said uh, moratorium. That was August the 1st. That's right. And today is August the 8th. So I am one week into my trying to do things better. Um, and I have not always succeeded in that. Aaron can tell you I had a cookie at lunch today. He did. I saw him. And I shouldn't have. And all guilt and condemnation. No, that's not what we would do here. Um, but uh, it's, it's, I'm finding normal. And it... Uh, it really all comes down to, for me, I don't know about for everybody else, but for me, um, uh, it comes down to routine. If I can set a routine of healthy eating, then I will do it. If I can set a routine of exercise, I will do it. 
But if it's not a routine, I will fall back to my baseline. And my baseline is to satisfy myself in every way possible. That is to sit a lot and eat a lot. And so I'm trying to find a routine. So my strength right now is that I'm seeking that routine. I'm being intentional about it. My weakness right now is I haven't found it yet. Yeah. And Mark and I had a discussion a couple days ago about him trying to figure out some time to be active to some degree. That you know right. you've got a you've got a the same kind of commute you had before, um, but it's 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 the same old thing. Of Mark, once he gets the podcast going back up, he's going to be busy with podcasts. He's busy with family. He's busy with work. He's busy with church. He's, I mean, he's a busy guy, just like everybody else. But it, it's that intentional thing of you know I'm not going to take my hour for lunch and just take an hour to eat. I'm I'm going to choose to take 20 minutes of it and walk or whatever he ends up doing. But that's it is that intentional thing that makes a big difference. Choosing making those choices to. Um, uh, to find what it is that works and then work it, work it long enough to make it a habit. I mean, that, and that's, that's what we all have to do. Mark, your list was very short. Do you want to say anything else about your list? Or are you happy with that, that, that statement? That's just where I am right now. I don't, I don't really have any uh, bullet points to offer you because every, things are still very much in turmoil for me. Uh, and I use that as an excuse and so I have, I'm no longer using it as an excuse, but it's still true. Right. Well, if, uh, if there's any way I can help you, let me know. And, uh, I have, you have full reign to remind me, um, to not eat bad snacks at work. I won't be offended. I won't be upset. Um, most likely I'll be like, Oh yeah, you're right. I shouldn't eat this candy bar that I'm about to eat. Thank you for telling me that I'm about to eat it. People, but you know what the problem with that is, Aaron? Then I won't get to have one. Right. Well, it was, it's funny though. People don't. People they're like, Aaron, how can you really? How can you eat a candy bar without thinking about it? It's very easy. You walk up, you pick up the candy bar, you tear the paper open while you're talking to people, and you put it in your mouth and you chew it up. It's that easy. And I can do that three times in the amount of time that it took me to tell you how easy it is to eat a candy bar because these are very small candy bars. So it, it's so easy to do that. Um, Cheetos. I don't keep Cheetos around me. You know why? I love Cheetos. But guess what? There was a big box of right behind me this entire week. That's right, Doritos. But there were also some Cheetos in there too, and so uh, you got to watch out. I mean, that's, they're just waiting there to snare you. And I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, gonna have to make that intentional choice to be alert and watch out for the snacks that are gonna jump up and give me. All right, Don, tell me about it. Hit me, hit me with your best shot of strengths and weaknesses. Flying away. Okay, so that was, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Um, in case you didn't get that, hit me with your best shot. Yeah, Fine, put them together. Okay, great. Just I make sure it. we're I, on the same page. I was terrible joke. Okay, all right. Um, strengths. I am still pretty darn motivated. I would say that I'm doing a lot better as far as motivation is concerned than I was whenever I wasn't doing anything. I'm not to the level I was whenever I was, you know, dropping ten or fifteen pounds every month still, but. Um, I'm still doing a lot better mentally than than since I've started this thing. Um, for a while there, stuff got crazy for us too, transition and all that sort of good thing. We'll throw the, the wrench in the works for anybody, but yeah. I still feel like I'm looking for places to 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 make changes and that sort of thing. Like Mark was saying, I'm kind of struggling for that new normal as well because uh, I think I mentioned a couple shows back that I'm. Um, I've lost a bunch of weight and I kind of gained a little bit back and I've held steady on that weight for a while. I'm a, a good, comfortable 280 somewhere in there. I haven't really gained much beyond that, 
but I don't want to be 280. I'm not happy with 280. I want to be like 190. Wow. Maybe one something. Yeah, so I've still got like another 100 pounds to lose almost. And um, it's 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 a, a kind of a nebulous thing to say mm-hmm. I want to lose 100 pounds. Um, even having done that already and knowing what that looks like, I still struggle with just kind of continuing on that path just like everybody else does. I'm getting into my weaknesses. I'll come back. Um, the one that I'm still doing really well on practically is that I still have good veggie eating habits. Awesome. Um, and I've I've shown my hippie side on the show a lot and said uh, made suggestions like meatless Mondays and eat your veggies and I'm I'm in love with veggies now. Um, and I'm still actually doing really, really well with that. Surprisingly enough, I've never eaten veggies. I considered potatoes a vegetable for Don, decades. Don, potatoes are a vegetable, Don. Potatoes are totally a vegetable. Like <laughs> as far as the food pyramid <laughs> type foods though, potatoes are not a vegetable. Right. And growing up, my mom told me potatoes are starch. They're not a vegetable. Yeah. And French fries are definitely not a vegetable. That, like, that was my veggie. They intake. were a vegetable at one point. At one point, they came from the ground somewhere. So at this point, let I'm me, eating me, things like spinach and broccoli and loving it. Go for it. Let me jump in there real quick, Don. Um, Do it. I, I, I wanted to – I'm not a big veggie. I never have been a big veggie eater. But uh, with this last month of uh, really eight weeks, let's face it, it's two months, of, of eating what I want, and I've been eating out a lot, and, and you know I didn't have a kitchen. I couldn't cook, and, and so it was um, – it was junk food pretty much all the time. I found myself craving vegetables. Like I like spinach is like candy to me right now. I just I it's need delicious. leafy green things. Um, and I that's never been that way before. And I'm hoping I can continue that. But yeah. I suspect once things balance out, I will no longer be so crazy about green things. But uh, I never thought I would be. But uh, in the last couple of weeks, I've just been uh, really crazy about anything with chlorophyll in it. You never know, Mark. You might find yourself. Uh you know, a converted vegaholic. Uh, I know for me that I'm like you guys both. I used to eat almost no vegetables, and now I love green beans. Oh, let me, let me, Don, let me interrupt you real quick and tell you what I, we had for dinner last night, and I had leftovers for tonight. I had this, you know, my wife's pretty much cooking paleo all the time. She cooked this meal. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, I can tell you what it is, though. It's basically spaghetti sauce. And you use long, whole green beans in place of the noodles. So it's like spaghetti, green bean spaghetti. It sounds strange. It is strange, but it's a lovely kind of strange. It, it was really, really good. You put the green beans on the plate. You put the spaghetti sauce over and you eat it just like spaghetti. Man, it was really good. Um, and also, people think I'm a little crazy at work. Guess what I had for breakfast? What did you have for breakfast? Chocolate chip pancakes. That's that was guess. a couple of days ago. No, I had a healthy oh. breakfast today. Today, I had boiled squash and pork loin i had my leftover lunch from yesterday uh, i went to lunch with mark yesterday to, and so i didn't eat my lunch from yesterday and i kept it and i had it for breakfast today so for day for breakfast i had literally i had boiled squash and zucchini actually and pork loin for breakfast and i got a few eyebrows and, and cold out of the refrigerator not heated up either <laughs> and that was the part that got me the, the cold part yeah 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 right. so throw me too one of the strengths don or are you ready to move on your weakness besides your good veggie eating habits yeah, and if it, anybody out there wondering how the heck did these guys go from not ever eating veggies to eating veggies, for me, because I was a veggie hater, it wasn't that I didn't eat veggies, I hated them. It was because I always thought of them as things like, you know, boiled squash. Sorry, Aaron. 
or, awesome. you know, those green beans out of a can that just, I still don't eat. You got to find different ways awesome. to eat them. The uh, Japanese place here in town does the best broccoli ever. Mm. Yes. Maybe we so, got to eat there one when I come down for the race. There you go. Okay. Weaknesses. These are always fun to talk about, right? Yeah. It's good for you. My, my biggest weakness right now is that I'm weak. Uh, I don't have. Can you be a little more specific, Don? I, yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> ran and biked, and so my legs are good. My legs have always been good because I've carried around a couple hundred pounds more than I than I ever really needed to. My chest, my arms, you know, my back, all that sort of stuff. I'm weak. I need to be like doing some lifts or something. I don't know where I'm supposed to go from. You know, people say I got to start from ground zero. Or I'm in negative numbers here. I feel like. So if I wanted to start a regimen of push-ups, can't do a push-up, can't do a girl push-up, air quotes there, on your knees push-up, I have a hard time doing a push-up leaning against the wall. So I just kind of like pull with my back, and that's the, that's the, that's the push-up on the wall. It's just ridiculous. Well, that's, that's not um, ridiculous. I mean, you can, that's exactly how I started, was doing them against the bathroom counter. Yeah. For that same and reason. it's just frustrating because I, I feel like it makes me feel like a big wuss. Right. That I have tiny girly T Rex arms. <laughs> Curse my genetically small arms. <gasps> Sorry. Not even girly arms, because I know plenty of girls that have bigger arms than me. Girly T Rex arms. Like a female right. T Rex. Like little tiny clawed. Okay. Um uh, healthy is hard for me too. That's uh that's something else. And that's kind of what I was getting into earlier. And that sounds really dumb because it, healthy is hard for everybody. Like our culture isn't built really for healthy. Um, we claim it a lot, but it's not. And, you know, just like, like Aaron saying, whenever you're running around and being crazy or like Mark saying, whenever you're in transition in your life, stuff's going on. It's so easy to hit a drive through. Yep. It is so much easier. Even if you go to a restaurant and sit down and eat, it's so much easier than to cook and clean and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And we're really just kind of dealing with that right now. Yeah. And um, let's throw a little accountability out there. Every drive through place, every fast food place has a salad on the menu. You know, it's not so much that we're blaming the drive through It's that we're making bad choices when we get there. It's the comfort food. Oh, yeah. You know, not only are, are things crazy, but I need some high-fat, high-calorie, high high-carb something because that makes me feel good. Oh, man. Well, whenever I'm, you know, naming places that I want to go eat, it's not, hey, let's go to Wendy's because I'm going to get a salad. It's, hey, let's go to Wendy's because I'm going to get a spicy fried chicken sandwich. You know, you've kind of already given up at that point when you're in the car talking to the speaker box. So, I mean, that's just where I'm at. And then the other really big one that's been hitting me hard for like two weeks now is this is two giant, giant bags of M&M's. And I share an office with a guy and they were in his drawer. I bought him one because he was on vacation and we really missed him when he was gone because I had a lot of his work to do while he was gone. So I bought him a welcome back bag, big bag of M&M's because I know he loves M&M's. Well, his wife bought him a um, going back to work big bag giant of big bag. It's like the 10 pound bag of M&M's and me with my girly T-Rex arms, like my arm was sore carrying into the building. Like it's that, it's that big. It's That's a huge. big bag. It's a big bag of him, and he had two of them, peanut and peanut butter. And he and I ate them all. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was so happy today. I walked into one of the command center rooms, and I was like, 
oh, thank you. And they're like, what? Somebody finally ate the last of the peanut butter M&M's. <laughs> I was so yeah, happy. I told him, I just kept telling him to take them home. And finally, he took them home like two days ago. But there were only, you know, a handful left in the bottom of either bag. Yeah. Same deal. So I think what that. we've, I think. The, I missed them. Yeah. Miss I think more. the thing that all of us have mentioned, though, is it, it obviously is the even though it may be a biochemical addiction to food, so a quote unquote, it's your body. It's still the biochemical addiction to food. It attacks you in your mind. It really, the battle is really in the mind. That's where you got to make the decisions to, uh, to not eat what's bad for you make the decision to eat what is good for you and all those kind of decisions you have to make. So, um, long story short, I'm going to try to make better decisions. You know, one meal at a time, I'm going to make better decisions. One workout at a time. Uh, and one of the things we're doing, this is our, will be our second week of this, in an attempt to help you help yourself is give you some tips on how to eat better and things like that. So um, we've, we've, we've solicited the help of Elizabeth Connect from Cave Mom Chronicles. And any second now, thanks to the magic of asynchronous podcasting, we're going to bring her on and have a wonderful cooking tip. All right, we've got Elizabeth Connect back with us. CaveMomChronicles.com is her website, and she is going to share with us a series of uh, recipes and or paleo cooking tips to help you and me and Don and Mark and everybody that listens to this podcast eat better. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, how are you? I am fantastic, and luckily I just ate, so I won't be salivating <laughs> by, the, by the time we're done with this, hopefully. So what are we going to talk about today? What's our, what's our recipe slash tip for today today? Tonight, we're talking about cooking meats, cooking proteins. Okay. All right. One of the best things to do um, is if you're going to season your protein, whether it's seafood, uh, pork, what are the other proteins? Poultry, beef, beef. <laughs> beef, right? Beef. How could you forget that? If you're going to season it, you want to put your herbs and your spices on before or during cooking, but you want to save the salt for sprinkling on at the end because the salt tends to draw the moisture out and it contributes to the dryness of your protein and you don't huh. want that. That's a good tip. So basically save the salt to the end. Save the salt to the end. And also when you're browning your meats like you do with your beef or your pork and you put it in the pan and you want to give it that good good crust on it, you want to be sure and blot the surface dry with a paper towel. First, make sure that your protein, that your beef or your pork is room temperature because if it's cold, then it has to go through the warming up process and right. it releases too much moisture. But you want to make sure that you blot the surface dry with a paper towel so that the meat doesn't release that surface moisture when it hits your hot cooking pan because too much moisture makes the meat steam and instead of searing and you lose that really good rich brown crust that makes beef and pork so flavorful wow that's i've learned more in in the last 30 seconds than i have from watching an hour of alton brown i am good for something (laughs) (laughs) well just off the top of your head this is totally unprepared um what is one of your favorite meat recipes that you can just talk off the cuff and say well Speaking of searing meat and putting spices on it, I like to... I like to cook a really good steak. All right. And the best way for me to do that, if I grill it, I um, you know blot that surface, and then I'll actually brush a little olive oil on it mm-hmm. and a little cracked black pepper and throw it down on the grill um, and and lightly, lightly do it on each side because I like my steak where it's... Uh, 
still mooing. Right. And if I'm doing it in indoors in my hot cast iron pan, I bring that up really high heat and I throw that down in there and I put a little butter on it as it's cooking and then I baste my steak as it's cooking in the butter and it is delicious. Wow. That sounds good. I'll take it back about the not drooling. All right. So uh, if you want more fabulous recipes and cooking tips, as well as just general encouragement about eating better and being healthy, jump on over to cavemomchronicles.com and say hi to Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. Glad glad to do it. That was Elizabeth with a wonderful cooking tip. And we're going to... uh, Pretty much wrap it up now, guys. Anything you want to say before I do the spiel about who to contact and all that stuff? Elizabeth, awesome. Thanks. Uh, I wanted to wrap up. Mark first. Comment sort of thing. Sorry, Uh, I'm not used to this. Not hearing each other. Um, (laughs) This is what you guys have to go through all the time. Yes. Um, But if if you're listening to this out there and you're thinking this is just a bunch of fat guys making excuses, uh, okay, I'll give you that. Maybe it is, but. It's also, you know, we promised you from day one on this podcast that we were going to be real. And this is where we are right now. And we could come on here and say, yeah, I'm still losing weight. I dropped another 15 pounds last week. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're being honest with you. And everybody uh, is going through, you know, similar things in their lives, right? Everybody has these times, and, and um, it's almost uh, stereotypical that people go off their diet during the summer because of the, quote, crazy times. Um, I, I had somebody say that to me one time. I said, quick, name a season of your life that isn't crazy. April 7th. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a season. That's a day. Right. But, you know, in the spring, you've got all the end-of-year activities. In the summer, you've got all the summer activities. In the fall, you've got all the Christmas activities. There's always something yeah. going on. And what we're trying to do here is just kind of lay the wizened thing out on the table and point at it and say, this is the situation. We're not making excuses. We're not reveling in it. We're simply saying this is the reality, and uh, and this is how we're going to make an intentional effort to deal with that reality. That's all I have to say. Don? Seconded. Awesome. I'm not going to second it, but I will say ditto. <laughs> yeah, the, Agreed. The thing about this episode is, and, and I was thinking to myself, do I, you know, this is a little bit of a, um, I can't think of the word self-aggrandizing is not the right word because we're not making, we're not saying how great we are, but it's a little bit of a self-centered episode talking about us and where we're at. But what I, what I thought was maybe somebody else is struggling in the same area as us and they could use some encouragement. Cause what I'm going to say at the end of all this now is like Mark said, we're not making excuses. We are recognizing our areas of weakness so that we can target them to improve them. You know, my goal is tomorrow to do better on the snacks. I'm, I'm sincerely making an effort to improve that area that I've recognized as a weakness. And it's like the old, you know, the, the 12-step program thing. You really have to admit it. You have to, you have to admit your weaknesses. You have to admit your problems. You have to be able to, you have to be willing to look at your life and look at your, your activity level and look at your diet and say, this is where I'm not doing good. This is what I need to change before you can change it. You can't change it without making some, you know, actual decisions about making those changes. So um, figure out what you need to do. Get ready to make those changes. And then before you make those changes, before you make any changes, start a diet or exercise program, you know what you should do? You should consult your health care provider. And normally I put that at the very end, but it's apropos right now. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. And if you have any questions or comments, you want to tell us, no, you guys really are wimps and you're just wimping out and quit being so wimpy. You can email me at double A-R-O-N. That's Aaron at one meal, one workout.com. You can go to the forums at elementop.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
And um, that's about it. I think I think we've pointed our fingers at ourselves enough tonight. And just want to say thanks for listening. Uh, Don, Mark, thanks for being here. Um, and we will talk to you the next time we talk to you.